Good evening, everyone. Welcome to your D1T and 5 for the evening of Monday, February 1st, 2021. I'm Connor Newcomb, and let's get right into the biggest stories. Kent State has officially launched its search for a new athletic director with Car Sports Consulting alongside. A 12-member search committee will be led by VP for Student Affairs, Lamar Hilton, and also includes Associate AD for Sports Medicine, Trent Stratton, Women's Golf Head Coach, Lisa Strom, VP for Enrollment Management, Mary Parker, Senior Vice President for Finance and Administration, Jeannie Reefsnyder, two student athletes, and others. SEC Network host Paul Feinbaum today commented on Alabama AD Greg Burns' potential candidacy for the Pac-12 commissioner. Quote, he is qualified and I think Greg has been able to navigate some fairly difficult waters at Alabama. What I mean by that, he's had to deal with a lot of success. That sounds crazy when I say it that way, but he has made Saban better. He has not only made sure that program runs effectively, but he made a tough call in basketball that turned out to be a really brilliant call. He made a change in baseball, which surprised some people. He will not put up with anything, and I think that gives him a lot of force. If you're out there, if you bring in Greg Byrne, he's got the Pac-12 credentials, but he's also been at Alabama. That means something in every state in this country, especially where they're looking to upgrade, and they need an upgrade up there. The Athletics' Andy Staples pens a memo to incoming ACC Commissioner Jim Phillips, asking him to, quote, complete a Hail Mary of sorts to help our programs remain competitive. We need you to talk Notre Dame into joining the conference in football. Acknowledging the difficulty of such an endeavor, Staples points out the necessity given the SEC's lucrative TV deals and upcoming media rights negotiations for the Big 12 and Pac-12. We have what we have, and that means we can't get more money unless we have something else. That something else is the football program every league would add if it could. Notre Dame brings eyeballs, whether it's actual alums, Subway alums, or people hate watching and praying the Irish lose. Networks covet Notre Dame, and if we could add Notre Dame in football, it would allow us to renegotiate that deal with Disney. The U.S. Supreme Court will hear arguments in the Alston case on March 31st. The conferences involved with the Austin case will have filed their initial briefs on the case's merits. Per USA Today's Steve Berkowitz, they write in part, quote, Fundamentally, the question in this case is who gets to make the rules governing college sports? Those who design, produce, and market the product, or judges who believe that they can marginally improve the product design? Whatever one thinks of the NCAA and its collegiate model as a matter of policy, it could hardly be suggested that the amateurism principle was implemented to disguise an anti-competitive conspiracy. The NCAA has also filed a brief with the Supreme Court in the Austin case that says, quote, Today we ask the U.S. Supreme Court to reaffirm that the NCAA has ample latitude to govern college sports. As outlined in our brief, the lower court ruling distorts federal antitrust law and, in the process, wrongly redefines amateurism and undermines the NCAA's supervision of college athletics. In unpacking President Biden's selection of NLRB Regional Director Peter Orr to serve as acting general counsel for the board, Sportico's Michael McMahon points out that Orr's 2014 decision to designate Northwestern student-athletes as employees does not necessarily, quote, create an automatic pathway for the NLRB to reverse. The board would need a live controversy where a group of athletes from a private university file a petition under the NLRA. A regional director would then review and decide. Acting on a petition, the board could then conduct its own review. McCann goes on to note that whether the board would rule in favor of the players is also uncertain. At the time it overturned Orr's decision, the board was comprised of three Democrats and two Republicans, all of whom voted against the players. The current board has three Republicans and one Democrat with one vacancy. The Yale men's lacrosse team will reportedly forego the upcoming season. According to Inside Lacrosse, roughly 40 student-athletes decided not to enroll this semester. 
Sticking with COVID-19 news, the Atlantic 10 is nearing a resolution for seeding its men's basketball tournament while accounting for a disparate amount of conference games played. St. Louis has so far played one A-10 game while Rhode Island has played 11, and the other 12 teams have played somewhere in between. Commissioner Bernadette McGlade says members of the A-10 office are, quote, benchmarking a lot of the percentage type statistical comparisons that can be implemented to be able to make any final decisions as far as where a team would be seated. She also notes the plan to bring all 14 teams to the tournament. However, those that have not met the NCAA threshold of 13 D1 games to compete in the men's basketball tournament and did not receive a waiver would not be invited. The ACC men's basketball tournament is still set to be played, scheduled in Greensboro with no amendments, per ACC Senior Commissioner Paul Brazzo. And with only four available scholarship student-athletes available due to COVID-19 protocols, Boston College will fill out its men's basketball roster with the scout team when it faces off against Florida State tomorrow, per Richmond Times-Dispatch's David Teal. Asked why the game isn't being postponed, Teal explains, quote, ACC ADs and medical folks did not establish hard and fast roster and scholarship minimums. Same as in football. It essentially leaves schools in charge. In personnel news, former Texas QB Vince Young has been named special assistant to AD Chris Del Conte. Nebraska offensive coordinator Matt Lubick will remain in Lincoln after being named a potential candidate for the head coach job at Montana State. And Washington linebackers and special teams coordinator Bob Gregory has been promoted to defensive coordinator. That's your D1T and 5 for the evening of Monday, February 1st. I'm Connor Newcomb reminding you to join us back here tomorrow morning.